So let's talk about, uh, as our custom is, we've been talking about love, right, for the last several weeks. And, uh, well, you know what the truth is. Again, my spirit. Actually, every week we talk about love because God is love. Amen. Ministry in itself is a labor of love. Amen. So, but we know, you know, God showed us that we have to love God with all our our heart and all our soul and all our mind, and then we have to love each other. We have to love our neighbor as ourselves. We know that, right? But last week, I, he took us a little deeper, and, and I showed the different uh, meanings of the word love because, you know, I told you all how the Bible was translated because in, in those days, they were speaking Hebrew and Greek. But we had to transfer that Bible from the Hebrew and Greek language to the English language. So I, I wanted to show you all that. When they translated the word, some of the Greek words, they just used one word in our English language, which is love. But they had different meanings. Amen. And uh, it was, what, four types? Do I still, is there still graphics still there, Cammy? It was four types of love I showed you all. And these are all Greek words. It's agape love, which is the love of God, the most awesome love. It's unconditional love. It's loving each other no matter what. Somebody did something to you. That's what you have to do. You got to agape love them. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so the, the, the highest love level of love is agape love. Then you have phileos, which is a kind of friendship type of love. Amen. Then you have eros. Well, it's exotic or sexual. That's where the word exotic comes from, that word eros. And then you have the storge love, which is family love. Amen. Uh, the love between siblings, the love between a mother and a daughter. And, you know, that's an innate love that God gives us all. You just love your family members normally. Amen. So those are the types of love. Um, I gave you a few examples last week. Um, um, one was uh, the Bible says to love thy neighbor. Amen. So uh, that type of love, again, the word was translated love, but the word they, they spoke was probably this word, phileos. You want to be a friend to your neighbors. Amen. So that's the type of love you, you have for your neighbors. This one is for everybody. This one is more for, for when it says love thy, thy neighbor. Amen. Another good example was uh, love thy enemy. Huh? <laughs> what kind of love is that, saints? <laughs> Agape. Huh? You, you can't be this with your enemy. Huh? <laughs> it's going to be hard to be your enemy's friend. Amen. So you have to love. That kind of love was translated as agape. It's just unconditional love you have for that person. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What about when uh, Martha and Mary, when Jesus came to, to, to raise Lazarus from the dead, because that's what he did, and they said, your, your, uh, your, 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 your uh, how did they put it? Your friend which, uh, no, the, the one which you love is, is sick. Amen. When they first called him, that's what they said. And that love was this right here, because he was really a friend to Jesus. Jesus really loved him as a friend. Amen. 
Again, Jesus has this for all of us, agape. Amen. But that type, that word they used when they spoke that love was this one. Amen. So, <clears throat> thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We know God is love, right? Thanks to God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. But I, I wanted you, you all to see that because of the, uh, because of uh, the words that sometime in Scripture, it seems to contradict, God bless you all, it seems to contradict itself because of the words have been translated from the Greek language, which they spoke back then, Greek and Hebrew, and it's been translated to English. So, you know, you may wonder, because you all notice, I read the King James Version. That's what I read here. Amen. I'm always reading from the King James Version. Normally, every now and then, I look at all the other ones, but I, I try to stick to the King James. And the reason I do that is because when you read the King James Version, they have a strong concordance. Mr. James Strong made this book that, that, that will refer, you can refer back and see what was the original word they spoke. For every word that's in that King James Bible, you can go look in your strong concordance and see what word they were speaking, either Greek or Hebrew. Amen? Then you can get a better understanding. Okay? With all our getting, what we want to get? We want to get understanding. We want to know, right? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, so I talked about those four Greek words, agape, eros, phileos, and, and storge, which all are, are, was all was translated in our Bible to the word love, but they have different meanings. Everybody clear on that one? Hallelujah, Lord. See, we got to study the word of God, saints. Hmm? This is what it tells us to do. Study to show yourself approved, a good workman that need not be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. That's what we have to do. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And then last week I finished with the with the the most awesome uh, scriptures of love in 1 Corinthians 13, which says you can have every gift in the world. You can be loaded with gifts. But it says if you don't have charity, you don't have any, anything. And charity, saints of God, is love. Amen? Charity, because, see, love is an action word. Love is just not a feeling or I love you. Amen? Isn't that when you, Jesus loved it, he so loved the world, what did he do? He gave us an action word. Love creates action. Amen. And charity is to give something freely, saints of God. So that, that so in, in Corinthians, when it says, you know, if you have the gift of, of tongues or the gift of prophecy and you don't have charity, you got nothing. Amen. You can have all the spiritual gifts in the world, but if you don't have love, you, you, you're lacking. Amen. Because God is love. It's saying you don't have God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I'm going I'm to go from this love that we talked about last week to what the Lord blessed me with this week. Amen. And that is this rhema word because it's a right now timely word because we all know that we are living in the last days. It is clear, right? Is it clear? It's clear. We never seen things that happen like this. Amen. 
I mean, it's like all hell broke loose, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's like all hell broke loose, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The devil pulled out all the stops. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. We just see something here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. So the Lord showed, showed us earlier some things we should be doing in these last days, right? We know one thing we definitely need to be doing is witnessing, right? Sharing the gospel with others, telling them the good news, offering Christ, because uh, when people receive Christ, it helps them to navigate through today. Because if you don't have Christ today, you're afraid. Amen. Some of the people who do have Christ are afraid. Amen. <laughs> but um, it helps, Christ helps you to navigate every single day. And it's secure. he secures for us eternity. So all the bases are covered in him. Amen. So we know these last days, we have to witness. But the Lord took me deeper in this word, showing me some personal things that we need to stay on top of as well. Amen. On the day, I just want to show you these checkpoints today so you'll kind of know how you're doing. Amen. And it's so fitting to show this to you today because today is first Sunday, right? So uh, when you, before we take communion, it, uh, the Bible says to have, let a man examine himself. Amen. So that's what we're kind of doing in these last days. We're examining ourselves to make sure we're where we should be in Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We don't want to be ignorant to the word of God, do we? We just don't. That's just doesn't. That's just not, you know, just foolish. Amen. Like I said, you can be ignorant to a whole lot of things, but the word of God, you want to know that. Too many rights and privileges for us not to know it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Let me give you all this hint before I, before I go any further. Because as we check ourselves, we know one of the main basics is what we've been dealing with all the time, which is love. Uh, if you got that right, loving the Lord and, and loving each other, your neighbor as yourself, really all the other pieces are fall right in place. Amen. But I'm going to show you these additional things today. And uh, we know showing love and witnessing are, very, are two very important things. But I have to share these additional end-time positive uh, character traits or behaviors. Amen? You know what? When, I, when the Lord was putting this message in me right here, he was showing me uh, movies. <laughs> and it's a, it's a bunch of movies out that show... Uh, the final days and what people do in the final days. Amen. The final days on earth. For example, like it's, it's a movie called Earth Final Hours. And it's another one. These final hours, 24 hours to live, the day after tomorrow. All these are movies. The world ends. Amen. It's another one called The Wave. And then, you know, here's one. It's called The Children of Men. Anybody ever seen that movie? You saw it? <laughs> it's a movie about where a woman can no longer have babies. Is that the end of the world, saints? <laughs> if we can't reproduce, it's over, right? You got about, what, 70, 80, 100 years, and it's a wrap, right? 
It may, but it made me think about that, uh, that LGBT movement. Because if we no longer can, can reproduce, the civilization is over, right? If everybody did it, you take it anywhere, it can't work because we can't reproduce. You take it to China, take it to Mexico, anywhere you want to take that, we cannot reproduce. So it is a lie. Amen. The devil is a lie. Amen. See, the truth works everywhere. And a lie don't work nowhere. Amen. It's just that simple. Amen. So that's what that movie made me think about. <laughs> Satan offers us an alternative lifestyle in which we can't reproduce. Images that look like God. Because when we reproduce, we're reproducing what? Images that look like God, right? Because we were made. So he said, no, don't do that. Live like this. Here's an alternative to that, to, the normal, to a normal life where you can create images that look like God. Here's an alternative to that, okay? You all, and I'm going to make it a law, too. <laughs> By the way, it's law. Amen. And the devil crafty, he's a liar. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. People say, oh, it's okay. Just leave them alone. I'm not bothering nobody. I'm just bothering that lifestyle because it's a lie. See, I'm in, I'm in the truth, amen, and our kids need to know it's a lie because they're making them think it's normal when they teach it to them in school. Here's the other option that you have, children. Here, here, you can live like this, too, if you want to. How foolish is that? Huh? The Bible says you should know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I'm trying to free somebody up, amen. That is foolishness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I ain't saying no names. I'm just saying, hey, you know, that, that movement, that lifestyle is not of God. Amen. That's why he's trying to get us away from God. The devil is crafty too, saints of God. He's trying to get us away from God. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> you know what's shocking, saints? What's, what people would actually choose to do in their final hours. And the Lord showed me this one right here. This was odd, too. Uh, he showed me that these inmates, I'm watching these, all these inmates. I'm like, why am I watching this stuff? And they were all on death row. They all had the death penalty. But they were granted a final meal. Amen. Everybody on death row gets a final meal. <laughs> now listen to this, saints. And many of them, they order steak. They order a steak dinner. Or they order chicken or pizza or hamburger. Or I've seen a lot of double cheeseburgers. Huh? Here's what's interesting. When John Wayne Gacy, y'all remember him? He asked for a shrimp dinner with fried chicken, french fries. And then he just said, and I need a pound of strawberries. <laughs> What's that about saints? <laughs> Here's another one. This one was interesting too. Timothy McVeigh. You all remember him? The Unabomber. <laughs> he just ate two pints of mint chocolate ice cream. That was it. <laughs> but here's one that made some sense to me. This guy, Philip Workman, he killed a police lieutenant in Memphis and got the death penalty. This guy requested that pizza be distributed to the homeless in Nashville. <laughs> now, he may have found Christ 
or have some remorse because he's trying to give. Amen. He said he wanted, it just, don't give me anything. Just, just, if you could just feed, feed the homeless, feed the people who are uh, underprivileged, just feed them all uh, pizza. <laughs> I thought that was, that, was, that was really something right there. And you know, but you know what happened? The prison officials denied his request. Huh? <laughs> not trying to do nothing like that. But ironically, the local groups there passed out pizza in his honor. Amen. Here's another real one right here. This one, this guy, before his execution, this was in 2000, he was a convicted rapist and murderer. His name was Odell Barnes. Guess what he requested as a last meal, saints? He said, I want justice, equality, and world peace. Now, that's something right there. Amen. <laughs> he said, that's the last. But that made sense to me. Uh, if, it's the, if, if it's the last, if you know it's final, it's ending up, I'm trying to get right with God. Amen. <laughs> that's what, I, what, what, that, what, what am I trying to order food for? You getting ready to kill me. <laughs> I just want to show you all something so we can check our behaviors in these last. We know this is the last days, right? I just, I just wanted to show you all this. I think this, this guy, Odell, finally got it, though. Let me request something everlasting. Get that in your spirit, saints. Let your final days reflect the Christ in you. Because why? He's forever. He's everlasting. He's eternal, right? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See, they, these, although here's the difference. These people that I just named, they knew they were in their final moments. Right? They knew the date. And so it just made it really interesting what they ordered. Seems like, again, you'll be making your soul right, humbling yourself, repenting, and asking Christ to come in your heart. And maybe they did. I don't know. But I'm just, I'm just putting that out there because I know what we should be doing. Right? Personally, you know what I would order, saints? I'd be ordering bread, the bread of life. Amen. That'd be my last meal. You know, what does John 6 and 35 say? And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that, live, that believeth on me shall never thirst. That's my order. What you want? The bread of life. Amen. John 6, 35. <laughs> order that up right away. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> they knew their time was up, saints. Just like we know we're in the last days. So we want to be on point as to what we're ordering, right? Because we, we know for a fact the Lord is going to return, right? We don't know the date. We don't know the time. Nobody knows, but we know he's coming back. And he told us the signs of his return. And we're seeing a lot of those right now, right? Are we seeing a lot of signs right now? I mean, every day, just the, the news, just amazing. I can only watch like 15 minutes of it. Then I'm like, okay, that's enough. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The Lord is coming back, saints of God. And we're seeing those signs right now. I mean, we want to answer the question today. What should we be doing? Loving God and each other. Witnessing the unbelievers. We got that peace, right? But we want to keep our own lamps filled with oil. And see, that's what we want to take a closer look at today. We don't want to grow weary of well-doing. 
We don't want to forsake ourselves from assembling together. Amen. That's a big one. That can, isn't that huge, thanks to God, when you think about that? Could anybody in here, I know I could have never thought in a million years, we can't come to church. <laughs> I could never think that in a million years. <laughs> I believe that's part of the, the, it says there'll be a great falling away. Amen. <laughs> I was spoke of in the last days. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show me that scripture, Cammy. It's uh it's uh I got the amplified and I got the the uh King James Version. It says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come what saints? <laughs> Is it a falling away going on? <laughs> he said the day ain't gonna come till this happens. Because he's, he's doing some things right now. He's stepping away in the wheat from the tares. He said, it'll be a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of prediction. So the devil was going to be revealed, amen, before, before Jesus come back. That's what this scripture is saying. Show it to me in the, uh, I, I did, this is the King James Version. I, 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 I wanted you all to see it in the Amplified too. It says, let no one in any way deceive or entrap you. For that day will not come unless the apostasy comes first. What is the apostrophe? That is the great rebellion, the abandonment of the faith. By, and I start, and I start, it's, 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 it's saying, well, we abandon the faith, huh? That, 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 that great rebellion, are we seeing all of that? We're seeing a great rebellion and a falling away from the faith. Amen. We, we, it's clear where we're at, saints of God. These are the last days. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Go back to the top, Kimmy. I'm going to read the whole thing. We got to get it together because I don't have it on, on paper. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, the Amplified Version. I'm going to read the whole thing. <clears throat> It says, let no, let no one in any way deceive or entrap you, for that day will not come unless the apostasy comes first. The apostasy, saints of God, is that great rebellion, the abandonment of the faith by professed Christians. <laughs> Who's abandoning the faith? Huh? Huh? That's it. When the last, see, the, the, Jesus is not going to return. This is what we're talking about. Until there be a falling away. Is that what we see now? Huh? By who? <laughs> Professed Christians. That's who falling away. Amen. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, which is the devil, the son of destruction, the Antichrist, the one who is destined to be destroyed. So two things are going to happen. Be a great falling away. We see that now. We haven't seen nothing like this. And then the devil is going to be revealed too. Before Jesus return. Huh? The fake Christ is going to come first. Talking about he is Christ. Amen. I just wanted you all to see that order, saints. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. So we're talking about these last days today, right, saints of God? What, should we, what we should be doing. I showed you some things uh about how some inmates, the last meal that they ordered, 
Amen. And it's just amazing, but we want to check ourselves today because today is first Sunday and the Bible says, let a man examine himself, right? So we want to check ourselves to make sure in these last days, we're doing what we should be doing. We're, we're at the place we should be at. Amen. Because we don't know the date. We don't know the time, right? But we do know he is going to return. He can't lie. And he's given us some signs, which we're seeing today. Amen. Okay, you all still with me? Turn to your Bible to 2 Peter chapter 3. Let's take a, a biblical look at some, some last day activity. Amen. I'm going to look at a couple of the movies that I, that I, that I uh, showed you all. I got to look at a few of them. I didn't get a chance to look at them. You know, but the Lord just showed me, you know, some, some odd things we do in the final moments. Amen. And I want to show you what we should be doing. Thank you, Jesus. So if we're on death row, I'm going to give y'all a little test right now, see who's listening. If we're on death row and we get to order a final meal, what are we ordering? The bread of life. Amen. That's the order. We want, to keep, we want this thing to keep going. Amen. It might be final here, but we don't want it to be final, period. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, look at 2 Peter chapter 3. Let's look at verse 1. It says, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir your pure minds by way of remembrance. So I want to stir your pure minds up, saints, by way of remembrance right now. We can go back and remember some things, <laughs> and then we learn from those things, right? You know, we got a phrase. The world got this phrase right here. It says, how soon we forget. <laughs> See, when you forget some things, sometimes you go back and you will repeat or do the same thing. Didn't you forget what you forgot? Did you forget? Don't you remember the results you got when you did that? <laughs> How soon we forget. <laughs> I don't want us to forget where we came from. Says I want to stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. That's what this scripture is saying. Look at verse 2. That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before the holy prophets. And of the commandment of us, the apostles of the, of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first. Here's the first thing we know. That there shall come in the last days scoffers, scoffers, walking after their own lust. So in the last days, this is saying some scoffers are going to come. What are they going to be talking about? Look at verse 4. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation, of the creation. See, the scoffers are saying, ain't nothing changed and ain't nothing going to change. Huh? What's y'all waiting on? Y'all been waiting forever. That's what the scoffers are saying. This is what the scripture saying. <laughs> they think we believing in vain. Thanks <laughs> to God. And, and he's warning us of this right now. He's stirring up our, our pure minds by way of remembrance. Amen. He's warning us right now. These days, these scoffers going to come, and, 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 and they don't have to say nothing. They just keep living like they're living. They scoffers. They don't believe. And they think, I just got forever. Y'all talk about, you know, I got a certain amount of time and all. That ain't nothing going to happen. That's what the scoffers are saying, saints. Look at verse 5. For this they willingly are ignorant of. Uh-oh. 
Do you want to be ignorant to the word of God? No. You can be ignorant to a whole lot of things, but don't be ignorant to this word. This scripture is saying, for this they willingly are ignorant of. What is it that they're ignorant of? That by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. <laughs> they're ignorant that God ended the world by water. Y'all remember when Noah got in that ark? <laughs> Amen. And God said, get them all in there. Let them know it's over. You know, I'm about to flood the earth. It's over. Huh? And what them people, what people were doing? Same thing. Getting married, doing whatever they going about their day. Looking at Noah like you a nut. <laughs> you building up a boat. Like, like the earth really gonna flood. They were scoffers. Like the earth is really gonna flood. We ain't never seen no flood. Oh, you just goofy, Noah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, we're going to keep sinning. We're going to keep doing whatever we want to do. I want to show you all this today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. God bless you, Elani. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So the scoffers are, are uh, ignorant. But, but I want you all to see something. Look at the scripture again. It says, for this they, what did it say? Willingly are ignorant. <laughs> did y'all catch that? Huh, they don't have to be ignorant. They're just willing. They want to be ignorant. Amen. <laughs> but I'm not going to have you to be ignorant. Amen. To the word of God. You can be ignorant to a whole, how does a butterfly, how does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly? I don't know. I'm ignorant to that. Amen. How does this happen? How do boats, how do those heavy boats float on water? They're so heavy. Why don't they sink? I don't know. I'm ignorant to that. Amen. But I don't want to be ignorant to this. Amen. We don't want to be ignorant to the word of God, saints. And this is a shame. They willingly are ignorant. They don't, they just don't even want to know the word of God. Willingly. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. See, they don't believe the Noah Ark story, saints. The earth was out of the water, and all of a sudden it was in the water. That's what the scripture is saying. And Noah was warning them, huh? This is the last days to get in the boat. It's about to end. I saw a pastor the other day. He was talking about this. He said Noah got on the boat and gave his final altar call and shut the boat up, and that was it. <laughs> Wasn't no more getting in the, in the boat. Once the door shut, it was over. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God bless you. This is a blessing to see you, Brother Joe, because you got in that boat. <laughs> huh? You got in the boat. Hey, praise everybody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> you get in the boat, brother. Don't be ignorant. Don't, don't be willingly ignorant. Huh? Get in the boat. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Look at verse 6, saints. It said, well, by the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. See, they, didn't, they was ignorant to that. Huh? They didn't remember. See, I'm trying to stir up your pure mind by way of remembrance. That's what the scriptures say. They didn't remember that. Huh? Because they was willingly ignorant. Amen. <laughs> huh? The world that then was being overflowed with water perished. That's what happened. Look at verse 7. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word I kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and prediction 
of ungodly men. See, last time, what, what, how did the earth get destroyed? By water. What is this scripture saying? By fire. That's what it's saying. Amen. He, he said, I ain't doing water no more. This time, it's going to be fire. Amen. We're not ignorant to that. <laughs> Look at verse 8. But beloved, what does it say, saints? <laughs> you don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. It's just all in the scriptures. Don't be ignorant to this. Amen. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day in with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. That's why the scoffers think he's not going to come. Amen. Because they're ignorant to the fact that with the Lord, a, a day is a thousand years. If you didn't know that, now you're thinking in your time frame. All right, well, Lord ain't coming. It's been going on forever and ever and ever. One day is a thousand years to the Lord. Huh? But if you're ignorant to that, if you don't know that, you think he ain't coming. You think he lied. He lied. We can go on and do whatever, keep doing whatever we want. We got plenty of time. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. We don't want to be ignorant to the word of God, saints. We cannot be ignorant to God's word. Huh? One day is a thousand years. People, the scoffers think that their timing is like God's timing. <laughs> See, they're looking for things to happen right away. We're in the microwave world. Huh? I can put the food in and heat it up like that. Amen. <laughs> God is not like that, saints of God. Huh? A day is a thousand years. Can, and I can, can I really be real truthful with you? Amen. God don't even. See, this, this is a reference for us so we won't be ignorant, so we can have in our mind some kind of reference that with the Lord, a day is a thousand years. But really, God don't live in time. <laughs> we do. God lives in forever. Huh? He ain't got a rush to do nothing. He lives in forever. He got forever to do what he going to do. Amen. And they're ignorant to that. So they think, this is going to keep going just like it's been going. He ain't going to never come back. Huh? That's ignorance to the word of God. Huh? He can't lie. Huh? We, that's why it's a pleasure to serve him. It's a pleasure to get into his will because he can't lie. He got to do everything he said he's going to do for you, Joe. <laughs> do you hear me? He got to do everything he said he's going to do. Thank you. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All these promises. Huh? We don't want to be ignorant. You know, we might have to have a need. And the Lord say, okay, here, stand on this scripture right here. This is what I said I'm going to do. Just keep, okay, Lord. Now, you said, Lord, you know, all of my needs are met according to your riches and glory. Amen. I just want to line up. What should I be doing? That's what I'm talking to you all about today. What should we be doing in these last days? Amen. So we can line up with these scriptures. Huh? Make sure we all in, in, the, in the place we're supposed to be at. And y'all are. Amen. Thank you, Jay. Say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> See, we walk by faith, right? And you know what the faith killer is? Fear. <laughs> Fear kills faith. Amen. <laughs> if you're afraid, you ain't walking by faith. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's no fear in the Lord. <laughs> Is that what the scripture said? Perfect love does what? 
Cast it out fear. And what is God? God is perfect love. Amen. You receive him. You're not afraid. What, how are you going to lose? Huh? Well, well, I might die. Okay, well, Paul said if you die to live is Christ and to die is gain. You can't lose. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't want to be ignorant to the word, saints of God. <laughs> we live in time. We have a certain amount of time on this earth to get things done. God has forever. Amen. And he doesn't want to. Listen, we, we say this on earth. We understand. Don't rush to judgment. <laughs> Y'all heard that phrase? Don't rush to judgment. Get out. The, God don't want to rush to judgment. I'm going to take my time and see. Y'all really love me. I know I really love you all. I proved it. Amen. <laughs> that, and that's how he wants you to come back to him. Not, in, not because it's a necessity. or He wants you to love him because he is who he is. <laughs> Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Not love him out of fear of what he can do to you. That's what people sometimes think. Oh, if I don't do this, God is going to do this and that to me. God don't want you to come to him like that. He wants you to come to him lovingly. Amen. And it's easy to do it. Amen. Just look at the, read the promises. How could you not love them? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we say thank you today, Lord. Look at verse 9, saints. <laughs> God is not rushing to judge him. Look at 9. It says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Everybody get that right there in your spirit. But you think God is a slacker? Huh? Oh, he promised he's going to return. He promised he's going to do it, but he's so slow. <laughs> he puts it all together at the right time so you can have it, so you can keep it. See, we want things right away, and the problem is not God. He wants to give them to Why doesn't he give us things right away? I'm going to break it down real quick. You know why he don't give us things right away? I know for a fact. I'm going to use myself. I'm preaching to myself right now because we'll mess them up. Some things he gave me way before I should have had them. I was crying for him. Oh, Lord, you got to. If you just give it to me. If you just, you know. And then I messed it up. Amen. So he knows you got to trust. That's why we got to trust God, says. We got to trust him. After we pray the prayer, we might receive the promise. Is that what the scriptures say? <laughs> so we got to trust God. Believe me, he knows when to give you the thing. Huh? He knows when to give it to you when you can keep it. See, again, God thinks forever. He don't think temporary. Huh? That's this earthly thinking. God is in forever, and that's how he thinks. I got to give you something. You can keep it forever. Nobody can take it away from you. Amen. That's our God. Oh, please know. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us work. Not willing that what, saints? Any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He's given all humanity a chance to repent. That's why he's not rushing the judgment. Huh? He's giving everybody a chance. Huh? He, he got forever. He's sitting up in forever saying, come on now, y'all can get this. Y'all can get this. Look at my word. Look what I'm telling you. Look what I, I can't lie. Hmm? He's giving all humanity a chance to repent, saints. He's just. He's fair. That's our God. Amen? Look at verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come, how, saints? 
as a thief in the night. You ain't going to know when the day of the Lord is coming. You don't know when he's coming back because he's coming back like a thief in the night. Dude, if we knew when the thief was coming, wouldn't we be waiting for him? Are you coming tonight? Okay. <laughs> Which door you coming in? <laughs> uh, that's how the Lord is coming like a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned. Huh? No water this time. How is he coming? <laughs> By fire. This time is going to be fire. See, the day of the Lord is coming, but we just don't know when it is, saints. So we got to live our lives accordingly. You know, you all heard these phrases, I'm living like it's the last day. Amen. That's not a bad, that's not a bad idea. This might be my last day. Let me make sure I got all my ducks in order. Amen. Because we don't know when he's coming. Amen. So it makes sense, saints, to live every day like our last day. Huh? Living like what's the main thing we should be doing? What's the main thing we should be doing? Huh? Loving God and what else? And loving our neighbor as ourselves, Amen. We want to make sure we're doing that. Look at verse 11. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in the holy conversation, in all holy conversation and godliness? That's my question today. Seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, all this stuff is going, how should we be living? What should our conversation be? It's saying holy and godliness. huh? <laughs> it's giving us the answer. <laughs> We're trying to answer that question. What manner of person should we be in holy conversation and godly? godliness? What should we be talking about, saints of God? Huh? Conversations like how to live godly. Amen. That which we should be talking about. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 12. Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire... <laughs> shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. That's a hot fire, isn't it? Huh? They say hot fire. You know how the kids got that saying. That's hot fire. <laughs> well, this right, this scripture right here, that's hot fire. Talking about the heavens going to burn when it's dissolved. <laughs> look at verse 13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. That's what we're not ignorant to, saints. We know the heaven and earth it's going to be new, right? Y'all remember what that, oh, that reminded me of that revelation God gave me at the, uh, what was I at? We were at the, uh, the prayer brunch we had. Remember the Lord spoke that to, he said, Rudy, I don't fix broken things. I create new things. And I'm like, what, Lord? You don't fix broken things. All these broken folks, all this stuff needs to be fixing. But God is the creator. See, Satan, he's an imitator. He can't create anything. Huh, he could just come back, come behind the Lord and imitate. But God will give you a new heart. Amen. A new, and, and, and when, we, when we leave these bodies right here, he's going to give us a new glorified body. Ain't that what the scriptures say? It's, it don't say he's going to fix heaven and earth. He says it's going to dissolve away. And this right here saying we're going to have a new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Old things are passed away. Come on, saints. Behold, everything is new. That's what you got to realize. Don't be ignorant to that. Amen. When God returns, he's going to make everything new. Amen. We ain't going to carry these bodies in. Forget about that. Don't fall in love with that. That's why we can't fall in love with something. That ain't going in. 
We're going to have a whole new glorified body to live forever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm thanking him in advance for that. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Four, verse 14, wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, what do we need to do? Me and, me and Dorch be talking about this. It says, seeing, seeing that we look for such things, be diligent. Amen. <laughs> if we're looking for this new heaven and this new earth, we got to be diligent. Amen. That's what the scripture is saying. That ye may be found of him, how, saints, in peace, without spot and blameless. Ain't that how he said he want to find his bride when he returned? He said he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. Ain't that what the scripture say? This is confirming the word of God. Uh, he keeps telling us the same thing. He's, bringing, he's, he's stirring up our pure minds by way of remembrance. Remember I told you that? I'm telling you that again. Amen. That's why Satan is fighting us so hard today, saints. Because his time is short. He doesn't want us to be diligent in Christ. Don't go to church. Huh? You're going to be you're in danger if you do that. <laughs> so foolish is that. Amen. But, and the more he can water down life in Christ, the better. Amen. If he can keep us from coming together, keep us from the word of God, keep us from the things of God, think, keep us from the principles of God, eventually, guess what's going to happen? We will fall away. It'll be a great falling away. Just like we see. Amen. And Jesus just warned us, saints. We want to be diligent in him. And this, is a, this is our answer. Be diligent. Work at it. Keeping the peace in our lives. Amen. We got to be diligent at that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, if we stay in Christ no matter when he comes, guess how he's going to find us? Huh? In peace. <laughs> he's the prince of peace. He's going to find us, if we're in him, he's going to find us without spot and blameless because he cleansed us of all unrighteousness when we, when, we, when we got in him. Amen. Our sins were forgiven, saints. Amen. Old things are passed away. We are new creatures in Christ. Amen. We need to be diligent in Christ, saints of God. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're just talking about some additional things, some checkpoints today for uh, these last days that we're living in. Amen. We're in the last days, saints. Turn in your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You know what? I want to show you some more things. You can, you can, you can hold your finger there. Um, I'm gonna read you that scripture. Look at verse 23. I'm just gonna read you this one scripture real quick. First Thessalonians 5, verse 23 says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly." You know, what holy means saints. He's 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 sanctifying us. He's setting us aside for His use. Amen. That's what sanctified and holy means. Who all want to be used by God? Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. 
Amen. And that's what the scripture is saying. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm? This scripture is saying he's sanctifying us and preserving us until his coming. Huh? He's setting us aside and using us. Now I'm going to go with the verse 15. Back to 2 Peter 3 and 15. And account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul also according to the wisdom given unto him have written unto you. So this is saying the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. How's that? Because he's waiting. Amen. He's, long, he's suffering through this thing, giving us an opportunity. But it leads to salvation. Look at verse 16. And also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unclean, unlearned, and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. The unlearned and unstable are willingly ignorant saints to the scriptures. That's what we're talking about right here. When we say the unlearned and unstable, they're just willingly ignorant. Huh? Don't you please believe God has given them an opportunity to know. But they willingly don't want to know. I don't want to know. So that just means you just want to be ignorant. <laughs> Amen. That's what it's saying. We see it again. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 17, saints. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also being led away with the error of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness. Oh, that's the scripture. This is a warning, saints. In these last days to beware. Be alert. Amen. Don't act ignorant to Satan's devices. Huh? <laughs> Certain things you know is the devil. Y'all can't go to church. That's the devil. Y'all can't come together and encourage one another and love on one another and pray for each other. No, you can't do it. <laughs> but you can go to a liquor store. You can go to the, 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 the Walmart. You can go to all these other places and eat. The word of God is food, right? Huh? That's the main. They should be saying, all y'all need to go to church. <laughs> Amen. All y'all need to get right with God. Amen. Then whatever will be, will be. Amen. Say amen to that, saints. That's what they should be encouraging. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 18. But grow how, saints? And how else? Of who? That's what we do when we come together. We grow in faith. We grow in grace. We grow in knowledge of Jesus. To him be glory now and forever. Amen. Our goal is to be diligent, saints. Consistently growing now and forever. Huh? What should we be doing? Growing in grace. Huh? Consistently. Huh? Now and forever. Being diligent in the things of the Lord. Following Christ diligently. Amen? Now I'm going to go back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'm going to read you all a few scriptures in here real quick. Thank you, Jesus. Is it 11 o'clock that fast? Okay. We got, I got to get this in. Amen, because I want to bless y'all real, real, real good. This, this fool right here got to hold you for a week, right? <laughs> Amen. Y'all got to eat enough so in, in a week you'll be good. You're just going to keep on, it's going to keep ringing out. Now, what should I be doing? I'm diligent, being diligent, growing in grace, growing in godliness. Amen. Being diligent, diligent in Christ. Amen. This got to hold you for a week, saints. 
All right, y'all, y'all are there? First Thessalonians chapter 5, look at verse 1. It says, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. Paul is saying this because he doesn't know. Amen. No more than we know when it, when it comes to the end. That's what he's saying. I don't need to write you, to you about that because I don't know. <laughs> he just wants them to live godly and not worry about the end. Somebody say amen to that. <laughs> what do we do? Don't worry about, well, when is the end? When is it finally going? Don't worry about it. Just do what you're supposed to do. Amen. You ain't got to even worry about the end. It'll take care of itself. Amen. Look at verse 2. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh how, saints? As a thief in the night. We don't know. <laughs> That's what Paul is saying. Look, y'all know perfectly. What I'm telling y'all today, y'all know perfectly. Y'all know we don't know when Jesus is returning. Amen. <laughs> but we're not no scoffers. Huh? We're not sitting back talking about, oh, that ain't going to never happen. I'm going to just keep living foul, and I'm just going to keep doing. Don't be foolish. Huh? Because we're not ignorant to the fact that a, a, a day in the, with God is a thousand years. Huh? That's why we know it's going to happen. Amen. We're not looking at it in our time. Oh, amen. Thank you. I got to say amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. He don't know him. None of us know, saints of God, on the day of the Lord, judgment day. The day of wrath, doomsday, there's all the names for it. Great day of God Almighty. <laughs> it's all, and it's unexpected. We don't know, but it will be. It will be, saints. Look at verse 3. For when they shall say, here we go, here's another sign. For when they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. <laughs> Amen. Please know. See, we're getting ourselves together. We ain't saints. Now. <laughs> so, so when this time come, amen, this peace and safety and all that, that sudden destruction come, we're not going to worry about that. Amen. Because see, they, they, some people, when they really see it, they're going to be trying to get themselves together. Amen. But it says, and they shall not escape. Look at verse 4. But ye brethren, who this talking about? Us, but ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Everybody say amen. amen. <laughs> the the scripture is saying we're not living in darkness. We're done with that. Amen. <laughs> we're not ignorant to the word of God. That's living in darkness. If you don't know the word of God, you are living in darkness. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 5, saints. It says, Ye are all who, saints, children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. What should we be doing? Watching and being sober. Amen. <laughs> watch and be alert. That means be alert, saints, to spiritual issues around you. The spiritual things, you want to be alert to that. Huh? So when they make a law that just totally contradicts the word of God, you can see it like that. What? That's not true. Huh? How could they make a law? We should have been raising heck when they made that law. Amen. You do what? But no, nah, we just let it get more and more, pick up more and more strength. And now it's so strong, we wrong and they right. Amen. Totally contradicting the word of God. 
oh, I want to get off into that, but I, I, for the sake of time, I'm not. But uh, the, the way the devil crafted that was real sneaky, especially for us black folks. Because, you know, in my mind, Obama ushered that in with that nonsense, I affirm same-sex marriage. That then, it just took off like a wildfire after that. And we black, like, this is our first black president. The devil was a liar. He'll set you up. That's why when the Lord told me, Rudy, please get out of black and white and short and tall and fat and skinny and light skin and dark skin, all that foolishness. He said, it's only one thing that matters to me. Is it good or is it evil? Amen. I got that in my spirit, Lord. Because all that other stuff, they're going to trick you with that. Are you a Republican or a Democrat? Who cares? Is it good or is it evil? That's the scale I put everything on. Amen. That's what you want to do, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 6. It says, therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Verse 7 says, for they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are in the of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. Elder Vic prayed that today. Y'all missed the prayer. Elder Vic was up here putting on that, that armor of God. Amen, because he's in a battle right now. By the way, you win, Elder Vic. Huh? There's no losing in Christ ever. He prayed. He started putting the armor on in the prayer. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Look at verse 9, saints. Well, look at verse 8. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Know this, saints. We are not appointed to the day of wrath. Everybody say amen to that. Huh? That, that doomsday, that day, all that. We're not appointed to that. Huh? Why? Because we obtained self salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Amen. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. So what are we doing in these last days? We're comforting ourselves. We're comforting each other. We're edifying each other. We're lifting each other up. We're building each other up. Amen. Because the devil didn't pull out all the stops. We can, we can see what he's doing. Amen. But God is separating the weak from the tares. Okay. So you, you want to be strong in the Lord right now. This is not the time to grow weary of well-doing. Look at verse uh, 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and I over you in the Lord and admonish you. This scripture is saying, know them who are working with you, saints. And I over you, looking out for you. Know those who are doing that for you. Amen. And, and then it's saying, and, and them who warn you, who admonish you. Admonish means warn. Know them. Like I'm up here right now giving you all this warning. It's a warning. It's a checkpoint. Okay, saints, let's get up, let's get, let's make sure we're at the right checkpoint. <laughs> Amen. Look at verse 13. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. See, I told you this work of the Lord is a is a labor of love. You hear me, saints of God? It's a labor of love. And I thank God He allowed me to do it. He chose me to do it. He uh He anointed me to do it. Amen. 
and he put them blinders on me so I could just do it. I ain't looking around no more as to what everybody else is doing. I just want to do what he want me to do. Amen. You know, well, so-and-so and do this and so-and-that's good. But I got to do what I got to do. Amen. I'm trying to stay focused in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Stay in my assignment. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're on verse 14, saints. It says, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Witness. I'm, I'm a paraphrase. Witness. Comfort the feeble-minded. Witness. Support the weak. Witness. Be patient toward all men. And when we witness, we got to be patient, saints. That just perfectly described our witnessing. We know this is what we should be doing, right? Huh? We got to warn the disobedient and the feeble-minded, the ones that can't make an intelligent decision. We got to warn them, saying Some just can't even make an intelligent decision. Some are willing, willingly uh, disobedient, ignorant. Huh? But some really can't make the decision. Huh? We got to help them that are weak. Because <laughs> so, some can't help themselves. You know what? I woke up this morning. This speaking about helping themselves. I woke up this morning like, Lord, how's all these people living under viaducts? And we got all this land. We can't figure out somewhere they could go. You know, we got vacant buildings and, you know, and, and, and when I was in Las Vegas, oh, my God, they're just living all on the street and on the boxes and, and that's everywhere. Huh? Oh, man, we're not, we not obeying that one because it's, it's got, you know, it's got to be something that can be done. I'm going to keep praying on that. Thank you, Jesus. Some can't help themselves, saints of God. We got to help them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And above all, it says we, we got to be patient with everybody because these, these are some crazy times, saints of God. And there's some crazy folks doing some crazy things. So when they lash out and cut you off in the street and do all that silly stuff they do, be patient with them. Please don't jump. Huh? When, they, when they step in front of you on the line or, or you might forget your mask and they give you that dirty look, don't jump at them. Be patient with them. Say, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go. Let me go get the mask. <laughs> God bless you. I love you. <laughs> Jesus is the Christ. Amen. Talk to him like that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's say, be patient toward all men, saints. Verse 15 says, see that none render evil for evil. Did I just say that? <laughs> he beat me. I beat him to the punch. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. See, when they mean an evil, don't try to pay them back, saints. Look what we do. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. What does that mean? Don't never stop praying? <laughs> huh? It means to have a diligent prayer life, saints, a consistent and regular prayer life. That's real important. You know, like I said, when I came into ministry, the Lord was putting so much powerful word in me. I thought that was the most important thing. And it is very important. God is his word. But that prayer life, <laughs> I love when God, when I pray them prayers and God answers them. Amen. That's important. Huh? That we pray for one another. That's why it says pray without ceasing. It's saying that's real. It, it never stop. That's the, what we get when we hear without ceasing. But that means let your prayer life be tight. Amen. I thank God for answering up some prayers right now. You know, we sent up some, some we bombarded heaven for Sister Carla. Amen. Everybody say thank you, Jesus. We thank God for what he's doing. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord. I thank him for what he's doing for Sister Helena. Huh? That was in my prayer this morning. I just thank him. I know he's doing it. Amen. That prayer life is important. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing my wife. Thank you, Lord. I just was calling all them names out this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I like to say throat is stripped and whatever it is. Lord, you got that. You know I need my helper, Lord. Huh? You know Archie need his helper, Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And then how he blessed Sister Elani, I'm just going off on these blessings. Oh, my God. You know, she thought she was going to get one thing. Amen. And I said, just hang in there now. God give you what you want. Come on, saints. Or something better every time. And then he dropped that something better on her. <laughs> and she called me up. <laughs> said, Rudy, guess what? <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Prayers get answered. We got to encourage one another. Amen. <laughs> That's what the scripture is saying. In everything, what we do, saints, verse 18. Give thanks. Thank God for everything. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What's the dialect of a believer, saints? Thank you, Jesus. In everything. <laughs> Thank you for healing, Sister Collins, Sister Cheryl. I mean, just answering all our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> we thank you for everything. And then it says in verse 19, quench not the spirit. You know what God's spirit is represented by? Fire. Amen. How do you quench fire? How do you douse the fire with sin? They say, don't quench it. Don't quench the spirit, saints of God. Don't put the fire out. That's what this scripture is saying. The spirit of God is dwelling in us to teach us, to guide us. He's our comforter. Amen. And, and God's spirit ministers through us boldly. Don't quench it. Amen. When he wants to say some things through you to somebody, don't quench it. Amen. Go ahead and, and let them speak. Thank you, Lord. This, it'll be foolish to quench the spirit, to put the fire out, saints. And it says, despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. If it appears evil, saints, stay away from it. Amen. That's what it's saying. You know, somebody quoted me that one time. They was doing something, and they said, I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't even, even, and they was right. But they didn't have the strength to walk in what was right, but they were saying the right thing. Yeah, don't even let it appear, because it does appear. What you're telling me appears to be evil. Amen. <laughs> it says, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody say amen to that. It is faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. We know he will do it. Won't he do it? He will do it. <laughs> says, brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that his, this epistle be read unto all brethren. I did my part. I read this epistle to all y'all. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He said, I charge you <laughs> by the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I say amen. So we, we see, saints of God, in these last days, you know, I got this nice living, living in the last days graphic, and uh, I've read the scripture already, and the very God of peace sanctify you holy, and I pray 
God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, we know our checkpoints of what, uh, what we should be doing. Amen. Where we should be at. And we know witnessing, love, because God been dealing with us for, it seemed like a month with that. Amen. But I really enjoyed this word today on uh, where we at and things that, you know, the shocking things we do, we order when, when the last days, when we are in the last days or we know that we are in the last days. And we do know we are. Who? Everybody know we in the last days. <laughs> so just hold on, saints. Hold on right now because uh, because uh, it's not going to be long. Amen. And if it, if it seems long to us, we know God is in forever, right? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We need to pray for some folks. But I want to bless you. <laughs> I'm looking at some passages that I just need. I know y'all need to see. <laughs> Amen. Can, want, can I bless y'all with this? I really want to bless y'all because it's got to hold y'all for a week. Amen. I mean, you know, I like to give out them bonuses. I want me to be y'all employer. Don't so bad, don't y'all? He just keep giving us bonuses. <laughs> Every week we get a bonus. <laughs> y'all came to work, you get a bonus. <laughs> you came to work today, you getting a bonus. So all we got to do is come to work, he give us a bonus. Amen. I'm going to give y'all this bonus. <laughs> I got to give it to you. I would be remiss if I didn't give this one to you right here. So turn quickly. I'm going to do this one in five minutes. Turn to James chapter five. I got to give you a bonus. Amen. Because I want you just to get in your spirit and saturate it. Amen. Walk out of here full of joy. Isn't that what that scripture said? <laughs> I think that's what it said. Rejoice evermore. We're going to walk out of here rejoicing today. Amen. <laughs> We're going to rejoice the whole week too. Amen. And forevermore. Amen. Oh, this one here going to hold us, ain't it? James chapter 5. Y'all there? Look at verse 7. It says, be patient, therefore, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. What do we want to do? We got to be patient, saints. Behold, the husbandman waited for the precious fruit of the earth and have long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Amen. So he wants the early rain and he wants the latter rain, the last folks to come in. Amen. So he real patient. So we got to get that in our spirit. Look at verse 8. It says, be ye also patient. So the father is patient. Now it's telling us. Also, let us be patient. And do what else? Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. And see, that's real important to know. I, I, I couldn't let you walk out of here without knowing that because when you, you know how you get to the end of a thing? You can get impatient. You right there at it, right? And you you just need to relax and let it, and you just get impatient and you throw your, you know, and you throw it off track. Amen. So I got I had to show this one to you. You gotta be patient today, saints of God. Huh? Establish your hearts. Make sure your heart is with the Lord. Because the his his coming is his the Lord's draweth nigh. Look at nine. Verse nine says, Grudge not one against another. Brethren, lest ye be condemned, behold, the judge standeth before the door. See, I have to show you, saints, he's standing at the door. That's why we're a little anxious. Amen? Because he is close. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord, 
for an example of suffering affliction and of patience. See, he's saying, take them prophets. We know how many of them prophets suffered some affliction, didn't they? It says, use them as an example for suffering. Amen. And exercise your patience. Don't get impatient because we close. I'm going to read these last two scriptures. It says in verse 11, Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord. That the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. See, the Lord is, is, is loving and caring. That's why he's so patient with us. Aren't we glad? I know I'm glad he was patient with me. Y'all glad he's patient with you all? Woo, because I know I could have died in some of that foolishness. Amen? But he was real patient. Oh, you're going you're gonna to come around. Matter of fact, I got a position I need you to fill. As soon as you get done with that foolishness that you're doing. Huh? And you're going to go hard for me, too. Yes, I am, Lord. That's why I keep giving out all these bonuses. Huh? I was going hard for the devil. Huh? I'm going to go 18, 100 times harder for God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. And the Lord is just patient. He's tender. He has tender mercy. Amen. He, he cares for us. Amen. But look at verse 12. But above all things, my brethren, it says, Swear not neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay be nay, lest you fall into condemnation. Huh? So it's saying here, saying, don't be swearing. I swear I'm going to do this. And uh, just tell somebody yes or no. Amen. And stand by your word. Amen. I just had to bless you with that final piece of the puzzle, saints of God. Everybody say hallelujah.